of LCMSU, everyone. Who are you? I am the Chancellor. Yeah, baby! Master yeah. Marcus <laughs> Zill. We are in the student union today with one of my colleagues at the Office of National Mission, the program manager for the Lutheran Young Adult Corps, Miss Juliana Schultz. How are you doing today, Juliana? I'm doing well. How are you, Marcus? Doing fantabulous. Absolutely Wonderful. fantastic. Uh, I should point out that I have had you on the program more than all of my other colleagues in ONM combined. Nice. Except for maybe number like... number two is Mark Wood, I believe. So uh, okay. you have a special place here at LCMSU Nation. And we wanted to talk to you today about the application process for the adult core is open once again. But let's back up. So you are in St. Louis. Tell us about your role. What is your role in the youth ministry department specifically? Great. So I am, uh, like I said, the program manager for Lutheran Young Adult Corps. I do a bunch of other things, too, um, helping our uh, with our um, LCMS youth gathering. I also help with just general young adult ministry. Uh, but, but most of my time is really spent um, focusing on this program, Lutheran Young Adult Corps, which is an opportunity for LCMS young adults 18 to 26 to serve primarily in urban city areas, uh, full-time, either 10 weeks in the summer or 10 months through a school year. So I do all the recruiting, um, the applications, the training, and then the supporting of our young adults as they serve throughout the year. And how long has this program been in existence? What's uh, this is second year, third year, second? It's year. our second year, second cycle. So we've had two um, different summers where we've had young people serving, and now we're in the second cycle for our 10-month gap year program. And where all are they serving currently? Currently, we're just in Boston and St. Louis. Um, but over the summer, we had people in Boston, St. Louis, New Orleans, and Detroit. So uh, we kind of go where the most need is, where we can have the most impact. And um, so we kind of have different cities that come in and out depending on the year. So we are uh, not going to be in Boston next cycle, but we are going to be in Milwaukee, which is really exciting for wow. us. Wow. Need to get something out west, like Albuquerque. We'll look. We'll, oh, we'll look after some young adults I don't know anybody here. in Albuquerque, do I? No. <laughs> um, we even have yeah, a domestic missionary it. here now to boot. So um, with we Adam do, DeGroote, we do. We're always looking for new places, but um, but right now the biggest thing for us is making sure that we have enough young adults that are out there to serve because there are plenty, plenty of cities uh, that would gladly take a young adult core volunteer, um, but not enough applicants. So 
I'm hoping uh, that there are some people listening to the show who might be interested in that. Oh, absolutely. And that's why that's why I'm having you on besides for being a dear colleague and it's great to have you. But so, so what kind of person is the, what kind of a young adult uh, is a perfect fit for something like this? Yeah. So our young adults typically, uh, well, the two requirements that we have is they have to have graduated from high school and they have to be members of an LCMS congregation. So those are the two absolutes. Aside from that, we're really looking for young adults who are self-sufficient, who are adventurous, um, who have a real heart to share the gospel, uh, who are willing to serve, do lots of different things, maybe not always uh, particularly upfront things (laughs) or um, things that are are glamorous, uh, but who are willing to kind of get their hands dirty and work and serve um, and help out uh, local congregations and campus ministries and RSOs uh, to really expand their capacity uh, to share the gospel in their community. So uh, we're looking more for qualities than we are necessarily for your skill set. Because we can really match people's skill set up with a lot of different community partners, uh, but we really need the right kind of person to be successful in the program. So, uh, and if I'm if I'm not misunderstanding us, we even have somebody here on Worldwide KFUO. We have one of your young people that's serving there in the studios. There, right? Yeah, Ian is uh, as a participant who's uh, really tech-minded, a great young man who uh, has a real knack for uh, computers and technology, and so he's expanding that skill set by working uh, or serving with KFUO uh, throughout this year. Uh, but we also have, you know, this past summer we had an accounting major, we've had sociology majors, we've had... Um, people who are uh, pursuing communications and English degrees. And we also do have people who are pursuing church work. So if they're thinking about becoming a pastor or a deaconess or a DCE, uh, we take uh, all sorts of varieties of people, really kind of get to know who they are, uh, how God's gifted them and given them experience, and then use that in the ways that we can to best expand that, uh, the capacity to share the gospel with our partners. So how does this work? Does somebody come to you and say, hey, we've got a potential site for young adult core people, or do you find places once you kind of have an applicant, or both? Both. Most of the time we have our cities and our our community partners come to us. Um, They do an application process because we want to make sure they're a good, healthy place for our young adult to serve. Um, And we work through that process with them about dreaming about what they could use a young adult uh, to do in their ministry. Um, We don't want... uh, so when that, we kind of learn a variety of different things about our, our community partners. And then uh, we get to know our applicants. So a young person will go through the application process. We'll get recommendations. Uh, we'll do a video interview with them. We'll do a theological kind of assessment with them. So make them see how much they remember from, from confirmation. And uh, we take all of that information and then we're able to kind of sometimes match them directly up with what the partner needs. And sometimes we find out there are skill sets out there that community partners never even thought of but could really use. Sure. Uh, so it goes both ways. When you think about those that you've seen come through the pipeline in terms of, uh, you know, it sound like it's a, a pipeline. Like, that's a, <laughs> yes, we have a factory. <laughs> no, but when people apply, sure. what, what kind of a person, what kind of a young person might be interested in this? Are they normally 
tend to be like, hey, I just graduated from high school. I want a little time off to think about. I don't want to go to. I just want to do someplace, something <laughs> different. Are they in the middle of college, post-college? Yeah, so we have a couple of different ones. So in the summer, most of our participants are in college of some sort um, and are using it as their summer job or instead of a summer job. Um, we do pay for people's housing and a stipend, and so um, that's a great chance for them to kind of spend their summer serving um, where they maybe would spend it working someplace else or, or serving someplace else. Um so most of those college students are looking for some kind of experience or service experience. Uh, we have uh, for our 10 month participants, uh, we kind of have three sets of people. Some of them, about a third of them are coming out of high school and they're saying, I don't know what I want to study or maybe I do, but I want to take a year off and get some life experience, kind of grow in some other adulting ways <laughs> before I head off to college. Uh, we have about a third who start college or start work and go, uh, this isn't what I want to do right now. <laughs> kind of take this sure. as a chance for them to think and grow in their vocations and, and kind of decide what they want to do next. And then we have another third that have graduated from college and are doing it pre kind of professional life. Uh, so we'll do kind of a mixture of all of those things. Um, and that makes the house really interesting because they do live together in the same house. And so having that variety is actually really great because it helps um, the house really have a, a really strong dynamic and a supportive environment for them. So they're not going to be on their own. Well, I mean, they live on their own. Well, I know, Absolutely. but they're, I know, but they're not, they're going out in teams of what, three, yeah. four mm -hmm. people all in kind of one place, which is why you want to group them together. Exactly. So in every city, there's between two and six participants that live together. Um, you might not have the same placement. So everybody kind of has a different service work that they do. Okay. Uh, but they're all going to live together. Um, we have meals together, explore the city together, have that support system. And most importantly, pray for each other, study the scripture together, um, all of those things as they kind of grow and develop in their faith life as well. And do you stay in close contact with them throughout their time? I do. Um, I get a chance to kind of see them a couple of times a year. And um, definitely we get on video chat once a month. But they more see their city coordinators. Uh, the city coordinators are people, they're local in the city, who are there to support them. Uh, and those people uh, get together with them far more often, see them, support them. They're there for kind of crisis and, uh, and support and kind of mentoring. Um, so we do have local people that do that. Unfortunately, um, I cannot live in all of these cities at the same time. Wow. I thought you were telling uh, a joke. It is kind of a bummer. <laughs> I know. If only I could live in yes. all four cities at once, you know. You, know, you travel quite enough the way it is, but I'm sure they have a, a I'm sure they enjoy uh, keeping in touch with you and with each yeah. other. Because I imagine they can uh, swap some good stories between those in Boston and those down in New Orleans and whatnot, St. Louis. Yeah, and they do such different things and they're having different experiences. And so it's fun for them to kind of get to see uh, what everybody else is doing. So, you know, for uh, our Boston participants, they're uh, 
getting to explore many of them like sometimes different states um because boston is so close to a bunch of different like states and places to visit um and then you'll have people here in st louis who are uh like our st louis participants just decided to join a rock climbing gym so (laughs) they've taken up rock climbing you know every house is different every group is different so it's neat to see how that develops over time as they serve and what kind of, I mentioned uh, Ian, who I've had a chance to, to meet in the, at KFUO, but what, what are some of the things, the types of, if I'm sitting out there as a young person thinking, wow, this sounds interesting, what kind of things are others doing? Not that somebody else would do the same thing, but what kind of things are happening in the various locations? Yeah, so we have uh, young people who are serving here in St. Louis with immigrants and refugees, kind of doing after-school program and ESL and transportation and health clinics, that kind of thing. So it's a really cool thing. We're with a group called Christian Friends of New Americans. We have some participants that work with churches. So we have somebody here in St. Louis who actually splits her time between two churches, both that have a couple of different kinds of outreach programs into their community. So she does everything from working with local schools for one church to helping feed uh, people who are struggling with homelessness at the other. Kind of has a, a hodgepodge things that she gets to do during her week um and then we have some participants who are doing campus ministries um so helping yeah we like those yeah so we have a a first lutheran in boston uh really brought us on because they felt like boston's got a ton of universities and colleges um they wanted to make sure they had a strong um, outreach to those young people and uh but also along with that they're serving um some local um organizations, one that works with homelessness and one that works uh, with people who are coming off of, and you'll think this is really interesting, uh, seafarers, people coming Hmm. off of cruise boats who work um, internationally, most of them. So they're from all around the world. Wow. Um, And because these boats don't always fly under American flags, there's all sorts of different things, support systems that they need when they come into Harbor. And so our young people work with them on a regular basis um, get to know them, get to know where they're from, get to know about their families, um, and provide things like um, a way to send money, a way to get cell phones, a way to have packages delivered for stuff that they need. Um, so it's a really neat ministry that they get to be a part of there. That is, I, I never would have pondered that. <laughs> <laughs> right? I hadn't either. Um, but it's such a really uh, neat ministry and the more consistently they're able to be there the more they get to see the same people coming off the boat every week uh, and that gives them a chance to really get to know them and to share the gospel with them as they deal with their kind of necessities that they have in their lives that is awesome I, i'm always telling uh, every campus community is different too and i always tell people yeah every congregation every ministry location needs to ask itself who, who's our neighbor and what are their needs right. and how can we fill it so th- this is really a unique opportunity for um, really a variety of things three four years ago when you got started in this you probably never would have thought we're going to have a seafaring outreach <laughs> right? well and and I've just been so impressed that not only are the young people that are in the program, you know, being uh, good witnesses when they're serving, but even in places like when they're on the, you know, the L, the subway (laughs) or in the bus, you know, we've had young people who, because they consistently take the same bus line, 
back and forth from their service site, get to know their bus driver, get to know the people who commute with them, um, get to know their neighbors near their houses, um, who get to just be good all around neighbors, even outside of their service work, and use those relationships to be able to talk about what they're doing and why they're doing it and how God's called them to that particular task. What kind of things are happening down in uh, the Louisiana portion? Over the summer they were there, um, they really do a lot with the volunteers who come down to serve in the New Orleans area. Mm -hmm. So Camp Restore was founded after Hurricane Katrina, um, but they continue to take on, they can take on hundreds of, of volunteers in the course of a week. And you can imagine how hard it might be to, <laughs> to manage that many volunteers. So we have consistent volunteers who are down there who know the organizations, who um, who can help manage those volunteers, work alongside them, but then also make sure that they're getting um, a great experience and that the organizations that they're working for for that short week um, really are getting the most out of that experience as well. So... Well, you and know, that's the so, same thing that our young people did in Detroit. Sure. So that's great. And so many uh, so many young people, I mean, they love going on servant events and going someplace for a couple of weeks, and they get the bug. This is a chance, if you're listening out there, if you know somebody who might be interested, a grandson or a granddaughter or, or uh, one of your own sons or daughters, you just want out of the house for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that a lot. Uh, a lot of younger adults. You mean to tell me that they can uh-huh. get a stipend, live somewhere else, and not be in my? No, I'm just playing. But you know, this is a chance to do something. I mean, a lot of young people out there they they get glimpses of the bug, but they don't get to do more than the little spurts. This is a chance to really kind of learn what it's like to do this as as part of daily life, not just kind of something that you do for a week or two. Yeah, and the impact that that's able to have on our churches and our RSOs um, is amplified the longer you're able to be there, right? So it's great that you're able to go for a week. Um, LCMS servant events happen all across the country. We want you to be able to do that. Uh, But also we would love for you to be able to kind of dig in a little deeper. And the longer you're there, the bigger the impact you're going to be able to have um, on that organization or on the neighbors that would get to know people, get a chance to really build relationships and that kind of thing. So um, we think it's a great opportunity for any young person who's thinking like, hey, this might be something I, you know, I'd love to, to do more of this or I want to, to try some things, learn what I like, what I don't like in terms of what might be my future professions and that kind of thing. Um, sometimes you come in and you, you learn what you don't like too, and that's okay. That's that's um, called adulting right there. That's right. real life. And I mean, you and I enjoy everything we do, so that's not a problem in oh, our of jobs. Of course. <laughs> but that took a, it took a while, right? Like, sure. I wasn't I wasn't good at this naturally when I started. Maybe you were, uh, but I uh, the experiences that I had, especially serving in summers, both at a camp and at a church, really helps give me a lot of confidence when I got into professional ministry. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I worked for a summer at a camp, uh, met my wife at a camp. Um, in fact, uh, volunteerism is a great place uh, to mix and mingle and meet new people. Maybe you're out there, you're somebody that needs to get out and meet some new people in a new place. And So how many uh, applicants could you uh, handle at once? Let's say we have an LCMSU Young Adult Course Surge. 
a surge. A surge. That would be amazing. <laughs> um, at this point, I think we have a capacity to take on uh, 20 young people, both in our summer and another 20 in our 10-month program. Uh, so we would love to be able – we have tons of tons of churches, tons of organizations that want to have a young adult clear participant um, and not enough applicants. <laughs> so okay. the more uh, that we can get out there, the more quality applicants we can have, the better. So that sounds um, like a, really for anybody out in LCMSU land, campus pastors and other workers, volunteers, parents, that sounds like a challenge. Absolutely. And if and I ever the, get an Albuquerque contingent of LCM, I, I need to I need to make sure that you need more places. <laughs> there you go. I'd love Absolutely. to have more college students to do stuff. There's a lot to do. Would, and in fact, we don't even need a uh, rock climbing gym membership down here. We actually have rocks. <laughs> so, but. Well, uh, how does someone go about applying for this? I know that we're, that's the big point right now. We're in the application period. Right. Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah. So if you want to apply, young adults uh, would go to lcms.org backslash Y-A-C-O-R-P-S or go to lcms.org and type in young adult core. It should take you right there. The application's there. If you download it, you fill it out, um, sign it. And then there's a link there for you to upload it up there with your photo and your name. And then once you have that, we can start the application process. Um, one thing to note is that if you apply before the end of the year, then we will do your interview and either and accept you or not accept you or waitlist you into the program by the end of January. Otherwise, you have to wait until April when we do our placements. Okay. So applications are open until March, but if you get it in early, you want to make your plans for the summer. You want to make your plans for next year. Get it in early so that we can give you your early um, acceptance by the end of January. And for those of you that are college students or parents of college students or you work with college students, you know, you go home for Thanksgiving, especially at Christmas time. You're sitting around for four, five, six weeks twiddling your thumbs trying to think of what's that's one that's a natural time for you to be thinking about mm -hmm. what am I going to do this coming summer and beyond and so it sounds like a good time um, for the surge <laughs> it is and if you are somebody who is interested in being a young adult volunteer at the national youth gathering in Minneapolis in July as well yeah those young adults who are in our program over the summer will all have the option to be a young adult volunteer as well. Tell us, right? tell so our, our listeners more about, about the young adult volunteers. Cause that application period is open right now too, isn't it? It is, it is. It's open until the end of the year. So uh, young adult volunteers, or we call them orange nation um, is a group of young adults who come to the LCMS youth gathering uh, that happens every three years. And they support the gathering by serving in a huge number of different capacities. We could not possibly do it without our young adult volunteers. Uh, they get, they come in early, they get trained, you get placed to do anything from helping to, helping people to navigate traffic, to making sure people can find their sectionals, to helping people out on different experiences like servant events. Uh, they do a huge number of things. Last year, or I'm sorry, in 2016, we had 600 young adults who came and volunteered. Um, they're going to be staying at the University of Minnesota's on their campus. Mm. It's going to be a really cool experience. Um, so get to experience another campus. Uh, for a week 
And it's a fantastic opportunity uh, for any young adult, 19 to 25, who wants to serve in that way. Um, so we would love for people to apply for that. Um, you can go uh, to... Uh, LCMSGathering.com, oh, yeah. right? There you go. LC- <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, I can't remember the website. That's all right. <laughs> I am a company are. man. They might fire me. No. Uh, now that I do Oh, that. no, I... Uh, I I don't know if they people don't realize how much how hard you work on the young adult core and then helping out with the youth gathering. Uh, Juliana makes things happen, folks, and so she's you're doing a great job. Nobody, if anybody's getting fired around here, it's going to be me. <laughs> well, everybody in our department works really hard, yes, but our do. young adult volunteer application is open until the end of the year. We would love to have lots of people join us for that. And if you join Lutheran Young Adult Corps for the summer, you will also get that opportunity. Um, we really would love to have uh, representatives from campus ministries all across the country who are there interfacing with other Lutheran young adults, getting a chance to um, experience service in a number of different ways. So if you can't join us for uh, the full 10 weeks, definitely think about if you can join us for that week uh, of the gathering. That's a great opportunity for young adults as well. So as we head into the holidays here, Thanksgiving and Christmas break, a little bit of downtime, you have 19 to 26-year-olds, you have all sorts of opportunities to serve the greater church, not only through uh, serving as a young adult volunteer, an Orange Nation member at the National Youth Gathering, but also through this wonderful program that uh, Juliana is steerheading, uh, the Lutheran Young Adult Corps. Juliana, anything else you'd like to add? No, uh, you can follow us on all social media at Lutheran Y-A-C-O-R-P-S, but we would love to talk. If you have questions, let me know. Um, but we're hoping that we'll get lots and lots of campus ministries represented in these great service programs. Well, we'll Thanks do for what we can. Me, great to be with you. Take care. Thanks, you too. That's all we have time for here today in the Student Union. Witness, January 2nd through 5th in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Check it out at lcmsu.org. And remember, college is tough. You need Jesus, we'll help.